Welcome, I'm Rochelle Jackson, your lifestyle, non-toxic wellness coach. I'm here to bring rigor and strength to you and your family by educating you on what's truly toxic in this world, how you can avoid it and mitigate it, even reverse it, while helping you become self-sufficient in your own healthy lifestyle practice. Please join me for a healthy home, healthy life. Welcome to this nearly very spooky October 26th podcast with your host, Rochelle Jackson of Healthy Home, Healthy Life, Non-Toxic Lifestyle Podcast. I'm so excited to share with you some practical applications this week. We've spent about three weeks going through history. That was probably pretty boring to you, let's be honest. It was my history and uh, that's always boring. But now we're getting into the good stuff. Last week, I shared with you a number of apps and websites that you can go to to make your shopping and your purchases easier and non-toxic. Today, we are going to focus on what I call and the EWG calls the Dirty 12 and the Clean 10, or I'm sorry, the Clean 15. So this is an extraordinary list of information. So buckle up because you are going to um, want to change your spending habits after this. I know many of us think we can't afford to buy organic, but after this, I think we're going to say we can't afford not to. So what I can tell you is more than 70% of non-organic fresh produce sold right here in the U.S. has potentially harmful pesticides. And that was um, found in the 2022 Shopper's Guide um, to Pesticides in Produce. The version of the guide this year analyzed the latest data from the Department of Agriculture, Food and Drug Administration, and it also revealed that 50% of potatoes, spinach, lettuce, and eggplants had detectable levels of at least one of three bee-killing neonic insecticides that have been banned in the European Union, but of course are still allowed in the U.S. produce. This blows my mind. I know I've referenced this on many occasions. Um, This is just disgusting to me, but um, they're there. 
So one of the things we have to focus on is, you know, a healthy diet is a combination of fruits and vegetables, um, regardless of how they're grown. We have to get them in our system. Um, but shouldn't we be worried about consuming all those potentially harmful pesticides, neononic insecticides, um, toxins, even though the fruits and vegetables are washed, peeled, and scrubbed, these results come from the USDA. after they've been washed, peeled, and scrubbed. So the testing is um, pretty scary. So the goal of the shopper's guide that we have, and um, I'm excited that I'm going to be producing um, a shopper's guide for you, not only with um, the dirty 12 and the clean 15, but also for the top areas in your home that you can um, give for free. So you can watch for that um, and it will be available to you. All you have to do is um, sign up and we'll certainly have that available and it'll come straight to your email. But with the goal of the shopper's guide in produce um it's re been released every year since 20 or 2004. it's actually there just to educate the public about the highest and lowest pesticide residues so that we can make the best decisions for our families they're not out there telling us what to do they're just saying, this is what we got. So this guide, the first guide that I'm going through is the Dirty Dozen. Um, and the Dirty Dozen is um, a dozen items that are the um, most unclean in tests done through Harvard University, through um, the FDA, through um, the USDA, um, and have proven that they have high pesticide residue and um, that we are consuming that. After that, I'm going to give you a clean 15 list. So don't worry. I'm not giving you a short um, straw here without any hope. Um, so there have been uh, many, many peer-related scientific studies that have shown consuming um, produce high in pesticide residue, like those on our Dirty Dozen list, um, and I got this list through the EWG website, the Environmental Working Group website. Um, 
have increased risk of negative health impacts. And um, choosing organic can almost immediately, immediately reduce the amounts of residue in a person's body, which is amazing. They can test a person, they can test a number of people who have consumed the same inorganic fruits and vegetables, and they can find traces of pesticides in breast milk, in infants, in urine, and in blood. So it is a pretty scary, um, pretty scary time to be buying non-organic vegetables. Now you might say, well, I can't afford that. Now, that's true. I have a family of seven and I oftentimes get really worried about what are we gonna do when winter comes and we can't buy farmer's market pesticide-free um, fruits and vegetables. So one thing um, that we can do is um, review these lists, download this app and have it available to us. They actually provide a pocket card so we can keep it in our pocket and not even have to have our phone. But there was a recent Harvard um, University study that showed consuming fruits and vegetables with high levels of pesticide residue decreases beneficial effects of fruits and vegetables consumption including the protection against cardiovascular disease and mortality. Let that sink in. Here we are doing the right thing, eating fruits and vegetables, but because they're coated in pesticides, we are going to have increased risk of cardiovascular disease and mortality or death. In 2022, the EWG Shopper's Guide to Pesticides and Produce combines the data from the USDA, the FDA tests um, from 2020 and the nine years earlier, um, with the exception of pineapple, which is from 2002. Um, and this is the newest release data by the agencies. So um, that is kind of shocking when you think about the agencies not releasing data every year. Um, and especially to think that they haven't released anything on pineapple since 2002. Um, the agencies include results of the tests of nearly 45 thousand samples of produce. The USDA does not test every type of produce though, every year. They kind of pick and choose what they're going to test each year. And um, then they turn that in. But it gives them cover to say that they've tested each year with good faith, if you will. It's kind of sickening when you think about it. So the USDA doesn't test fruits and vegetables for all pesticides used in crop production. Um, one of them they don't test for is 
glyophosate. And it's most heavily used in the U.S. It can be found in grains and beans like oats and chickpeas. Um, and they don't analyze these crops um, because the test commission um, found that three-fourths of the popular oat-based food samples, including those popular with children. Now think, what is one of the first foods we feed our kids? Rice cereal, oat cereal, had pesticide residue levels higher than what EWG scientists consider protective of child's health. That is insane. Um, in previous years, um, several pepper samples can, uh, contained concerning levels of pesticides that could harm the nervous system. These included oxamyl, acephate, and I'm, I'm slaughtering these, chloropyrifose, and carbamate. And one more is organophosphate insecticides in U.S. These are banned entirely across the European Union, period. Last year, the EPA moved ahead with a long overdue ban of the chloropyrophyus on food crops and any future detection indicates the violate of this ban, violation of this ban. So we removed three vegetables from the clean 15 broccoli, cauliflower, and eggplant because they hadn't been tested in the U.S. in six, seven, and 14 years respectively. So let that sink in. They're reporting that they're testing every year, but broccoli, cauliflower, and eggplant haven't been tested in six, seven, and 14 years. So as a result, mangoes, watermelons, and sweet, sweet potatoes were added to the clean 15 and broccoli, cauliflower, and eggplant were removed. So what are the dirty dozen for 2022? So there are, um, we'll just go in order. Um, number one is strawberries. Strawberries are, um, are full of mold. Um, they have pesticides, poison gases. Um, they've been linked to cancer, reproductive damage, and are banned in Europe. If they are non-organic, um, the Department of Agriculture hasn't tested them since 2015 or 2016. And at that point, they averaged 7.8 different pesticides per sample. 
this is in comparison to 2.2 pesticides per sample of all the other produce. Strawberry growers use a jaw-dropping volumes of poisonous gas to sterilize their fields before planting, killing every pest, weed, and every other living thing in the soil. So you know that famous word that there's a major lawsuit on, Roundup, um, was all over these fields. Um, Strawberries were fresh produce item, most likely to can be contaminated with pesticide rest residues, even after picked, rinsed in the field, washed before eating. Therefore, they are at the top of the list. If you want to avoid pesticides and poisonous gases, avoid non-organic strawberries. 99% had at least one detectable residue of pesticide. 30% had 10 or more pesticides. The dirtiest strawberry sample had 22 different pesticides. And strawberry samples contained residues of 81 different pesticides in various combinations. They are hormone-disruptive fungicides that damage male reproductive systems, and the European Union has banned these because of safety concerns. Bifenthyrin is more than twenty is found in more than twenty-nine percent of the samples, and um, pyrothyroid insecticide that the EPA and California regulators have designated a possible human carcinogen is also found in 29%. So California is ahead of the curve. Um, it's unbelievable how bad strawberries are. They taste so good, but there is a reason you don't give children under the age of one strawberries. It's just not safe, not safe whatsoever. Um, the next is spinach. You might say spinach, what, what's wrong with spinach? What's wrong with spinach? Um, well, spinach is um, grown in a wetter climate. Um, it's got fungicides, and it's also got um, neononics, and um, it's cancer. It's got cancer-linked pesticides. So spinach can't be washed clean. That's pretty stinking scary. Um, I can't even tell you how much spinach I've eaten through the years. Um, on average, spinach samples had 1.8 times as much pesticide residue by weight
than any other crop tested. So the number three is kale, collard greens, and mustard greens. And on this one, as well as hot peppers, bell peppers, had the most pesticides detected. 103 and 101 pesticides in total, respectively. Let that sink in. 101 and 103. The pesticide detected on collard greens, kale, and mustard greens is DCPA, and it's sold under the brand name Dactyl, which is classified by the EPA as a possible human carcinogen. Guess what? European Union banned it in 2009. Not okay. Nectarines is next on the list. Um, nectarines are um, a challenge for us because more than 90% of the samples of nectarines tested positive for residue of two or more pesticides. 90%. Um, and these are non-organic. Apples were the same. More than 90% tested positive. Grapes. Grapes had the same 90% positive testing ratio of two or more pesticides. That's crazy. Bell and hot peppers. So bell and hot peppers fall under the same um, pesticides as kale, collard greens, and mustard greens with 103 and 101 pesticides in total. I don't know about you, but um, I can't imagine putting that in my body. There's a reason there's things you avoid when you're pregnant. Why are we allowing ourselves to eat them when we're not pregnant? Cherries. Cherries also fall within that 90% of samples having two or more pesticides. Same with peaches. Um, which are delicious, but um, that's a problem. I and mean, we can't um, we can't clean them. We can't wash that off. You can't wash a pesticide off. Um, pears were the same way. The other ones were celery um, and tomatoes. So the other problematic pesticides on greens include neurotoxic neocytinoids and pyrene thyroids. 
And what these are are the bee killers and um, the roundups of the world. So of the 46 items in our analysis, these are the dirty dozens that were the most pesticides other than the crops, according to our, our these had the most pesticides, according to analysis of USDA. Um, these aren't the only percentage of samples with pesticides, but we have to go on the findings that the EPA and the USDA has given us. And like I said, their testings are dating back to 2006, 2007. Unbelievable, unbelievable that they're allowed to get away with this. California has cleaned up quite a bit. Now, for the clean 15, now there are 15 of the lowest amount of pesticide residues, according to the USA data. Um, avocados, avocados and sweet corn are the top two and they have less than 2% of the samples with detectable pesticides. Pineapple. Now, I give the caveat with the pineapple that it hasn't been tested since 2002. Onions. So onions are under the ground, um, and if they're not using a pesticide under the ground to um, kill off um, weeds and those types of things, they're going to be in much better shape. But just under 5% of the clean 15 fruit and vegetable samples had residues of two or more pesticides. So they still have two or more pesticides. The first six tested positive for just three or few, three or fewer on, per sample. So that's avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papaya, and sweet peas, frozen sweet peas. After that, we have asparagus, honeydew melon, kiwi, cabbage, mushrooms, cantaloupe, watermelon, and sweet potatoes. These have the lowest amounts of pesticide residues according to the EWG's analysis and the most recent USDA data. 70% of the clean 15 fruit and vegetables had no detectable pesticide residue. And just under 5% of the clean 15 fruit and vegetable samples had residues of two or more. Now, what I will say is there is a common underlying, um, a, a common underlying theme with the clean 15. Think about avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papayas, sweet peas, honeydew, 
kiwi, cantaloupe, mangoes, watermelon, sweet potatoes. What do we do with all of them? We peel them. We peel them. So we are in essence taking off some of those um, low to moderate pesticides, pesticides um, that have um, impacted fertility, impacted um, endocrine, impacted cardiology, um, just an unbelievable um, amount of things that can happen. Um, so I encourage you to go out and look at genetically engineered crops and ask yourself, do you really want a GMO? A genetically modified crop as your food source? Or do you want better standards by the federal government and the USDA to make sure, and the EPA, to make sure we have pesticide-free food that we can safely eat and enjoy and feed to our families. I think I'm going with option two. All of this information is available at the EWG website. And like I said, you can download the pocket guides or the app. Both are great resources. So thank you for sharing this time with me. And I hope I haven't scared you too much, but buying organic eliminates this risk. So take that to heart. And remember, is your family worth it? Because I know mine is. With all the love and gratitude I have, take care. This is Rochelle Jackson, your wellness coach and non-toxic lifestyle coach. Thank you for joining me today on Healthy Home, Healthy Life. I look to change lives by helping remove toxins and cleaning your environment externally and internally, helping you create peace of mind as an individual or a family, each person at a time. I ask that you join me today in discovering what a non-toxic lifestyle can do for you. It has certainly changed my life and extended it. Please book a free consultation for a more detailed discussion at www nontoxiclifestyle.com and I look forward to hearing your stories. If a time is not available for you, 
to book a consultation, you can reach out to me at r-a-c-h-e-l-l-e dot j-a-c-k-s-o-n 31 at gmail.com and I'd be more than happy to set up a time that works for the both of us. Please join me next week as we embark in a new journey on Healthy Home, Healthy Life with Rochelle Jackson. Peace, gratitude, and thankfulness. Thank you.